What's going on, everybody? Just want to welcome you back to another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner. And man, we really just moving through. We keeping it going. It's it's almost officially like, you know, we really, I, I mean, I consider, you know, summertime starts in June, but I really consider the summertime July, like my birthday month and everything like that. So we really, you know, basically almost in the heart of summer. I'm really excited because this year is flying by, but you know, we've been able to connect with a lot of different business owners, a lot of different entrepreneurs, a lot of different artists. And I'm really just excited for what's to come. Like I said, we really, not only are we on the road to 10K, but we also on the road to 100 episodes by our two-year anniversary, November 21st. So very excited for that. And I hope you guys are going to continue to, you know, follow us along the journey, continue to tap in with us. So another step to that journey is right here. So I'm sitting down with my boy, Christian. A lot of you know him as Ace. Um, we were able to, you know, connect that ECU. And really, it was really just genuine vibes from the from the get, really just somebody who, you know, once we were able to make contact, not even on anything business related, but just, you know, just being at the same place at the same time, it was really just love. I saw that we had a lot of, you know, mutual connections and everything like that. And he, he had that Northern swag to him. So I think that's really why, you know, we really got along with each other. So, you know, that's Northern you got to stick together. You got to bind different. So I'm definitely excited to, you know, be sitting down with him today. Just really talk about, you know, everything that he's been doing, just some new ventures, you know, that he has coming up and different things like that. So my boy Ace, how you doing today, bro? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on the show. Always, bro. I appreciate you, you know, for coming through, tapping in, being a part of the space, just making everything happen. So, you know, for everybody out there just tapping in, whether they know you, whether they know me, whether they don't know either one of us, can you just, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and then tell us what brings you on the podcast today? Yeah. I'm a, Before before uh, I tell you about myself, I'm going I'm to tell you, like, maybe not the first time I met you, but like the first first time I could really remember, like, and how things really started as far as like our relationship, how we got cool. So I think there was a mentorship event going on at ECU. And I mean, I knew who you were because you know, you very you were very involved in campus, like with different orgs and stuff. You know, you had things going on. But I remember like we didn't even speak too much at the exact at the exact meeting. But I remember after the meeting I talked to you, I was just like, I introduced myself with sub, like I feel me, I know who you are, heard about you, like. And immediately he was like, yo, you ever need anything, reach out to me. You know, if you you know, you need some advice, like I'm here. Like, this is, you know, this is what we do. We're here to help each other. So ever since then, I was like, that's somebody you could I knew you was somebody that you could talk to, somebody you could trust, somebody you just genuine person, not not somebody who has ulterior motives or something like that. Just, you know, a genuine person. But me personally, you know, New York kid, grew up in New York. Real, like, really, in, really New York, New York, Queens. You know, I moved to Charlotte in high school. So a lot of city, a lot of city, I got a lot of city background, a lot of different things. I was pretty good at basketball. I ain't going to say I was, you know, super nice, but I was, I was pretty good, you know, up there. And, you know, for me, I really got to college trying to really play basketball. Like, basketball was really, like, the first thing I was trying to do. And I was just decent. I'm not gonna say I was decent at school, but I was good at school. Like I had to be to to play basketball. I had to be I had to be good at school. So that just pushed me in the college direction. I'm not gonna say I always wanted to go to college because, like, for where I'm from, that's not really talked about as much as you know where other people are from. Like, not saying people don't go to college. It's just not something you just talk about every day. Like. The people I grew up with, nobody was trying to be no scientist or, or doctor or anything like that. So I kind of just like, I'm not going to say I fell into college, but I kind of just did did well enough in high school to push me into the college direction. Then, you know, that landed me at ECU, East Carolina University. And then ever since I've been here, man, my life, my life really changed for the better, really, you know, grew as a person. I would say I'm here today to just, you know, chop it up with you and, Maybe give you know the listeners some gems. I feel like I got a lot of gems. I'm not I'm not a gym person coming to me for the gems. You know, the little things that you could take and really make something with. Like the little quotes, the little little sayings, little things to think about on your day to day. I'm not gonna say I'm a motivational person, but I understand what it takes to be great at something and I understand what people go through trying to be great at something or trying to do something different than the normal person. So that's how I feel like I can relate to a lot of people. And I hope, you know, I could say something today that might, you know, go a long way with somebody. Man, that's one of the best 
introductory responses I ever, and not even because, you know, you gave a little background about me, but I just like that from, from start to finish, really. And look, to anybody listening from, you know, before, that's not to say that, you know, what you came on here and said wasn't a value or nothing like that. But I that, that one really just resonated with me. One, because something that I pride myself in, something that ever since I heard the saying, you know, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. I've always like, that's something I can't remember who told me that. I feel like it was, it might have been my middle school days. It might have been, I feel like it was middle school, might have been. But if, if not middle school, it was definitely high school. But it was just like, once I heard that, it was just like, wow, that, that's something that really stuck with me. One, because it's just like, it's so much truth to that. And we talk so much about first impressions, and you know, wanting to leave not only a good first impression, but a lasting one, something that somebody will remember about you so that later down on the line, when they come on your podcast, they're able to recollect that to you. So no, I do. It's crazy because I remember, I feel like I remember our interaction, but I don't remember, you know, everything, the specifics of it, but something that I do remember was you reaching out to me. I definitely do remember that because I remember then finding out that you was from Queens and everything like that in New York. And that's something I was like, oh, that's tough. Like, cause it wasn't for me coming down to ECU, coming down to the South. Some may even call it the, I think too many people call it the deep South, but Greenville is country, country. So, but just coming down here as one of the only, it, it wasn't really many people from up North. Everybody was really from the North Carolina area, even from that DMV area, but it wasn't really too many people who I felt like, you know, I resonated with right off the bat. So that's really just cool. And it's not to say that, you know, it's something that I pride myself on. I really just know, you know, try to just go out my way to make good first impressions on people. But I really just, you know, keep it genuine, keep it authentic, just really just be myself. And that's really something that I like to communicate to everybody, especially when I was at ECU, especially being so heavily involved with the minority community and just seeing how close knit we were, just seeing how at such a large school, a large PWI at that, that, you know, we had to stick together. BSU was lit. Uh, Like ECU, BECU, as some people called it, which I couldn't stand, but that's just, you know, how they gave it up. It was amazing to me how everybody could just come together from the yard shows to the showcases, to the talent shows, to the events, to the parties, to, to everything, to just how we really just, you know, went hard for each other. So I always wanted people to, you know, I know how I felt coming into my first BSU meet and not really knowing anybody, you know, going into certain events by myself, not really having, you know, any background or any knowledge or any mutuals to go with me. So I always wanted to, you know, just communicate that to other people as well. That look, you're definitely not alone, male, female, whatever have you. I, I just want to be here for, for everybody. Just, you know, want to help out in any way that I cannot. Any Had I not been, you know, president, had I not been involved, I still would have been communicating that same message. Had I not been as plugged in as some people may say I was, I still would have been trying to do that. So the fact that you even remember that, it just goes to show that you, you know, you really never know. I tell people all the time, you really never know who's watching, who's looking at you. But I always say that to, you know, just goes to show, just keep showing people, just keep showing up and keep showing out. I really just completely agree with that. Whether it's just what you do, the plan, the business, the brand, you know, just like you said, sometimes people just want to drop gems, just want to serve as, you know, help to others, motivation to others. Cause like you said, you, you may not be great at everything, but you know what it takes to be great at something. So I love that. So even the, I just want to get right into it from there. So like you said, you really just, you know, you have a lot of gems. You feel like, you know, that you can kind of help people out and different things like that. So what would you say kind of getting, getting started, kind of moving towards the the college aspect of your life, kind of like you said, coming down to ECU, being kind of raised in the North and then kind of having to adjust here. What was something, what was a quote or what was just, you know, a mantra or an ideal that kind of really helped you and really continues to help you propel and really just live life to the fullest in a sense? Well, all right. So God, good one for you today, right? So what, I can't I, I can't give you one that I, I've always, you know, always lived by because, you know, life constantly changes. But the, the latest one is I'll fall in front of everybody in front of the whole in front of public, in front of everybody, because the same people who watch me fall have to they have to stand there and watch me get up. And if they see me fall again, they have to see me get up again. They have to watch. doesn't matter what they see. They have to watch it. So I can't worry about how people view me when I fall because the same odds they see me falling, they see they have to see me get up and I'm gonna get up every time I fall. So really that's that's been resonating with me lately because a lot of people who have attended college know how like treacherous it is. I'm not a lot of college is treacherous only because it's it's so many things that are going on, so many things that could get in your way. It's not even that the schoolwork is the hardest or or going to class is the hardest. It's just that it's all the things you go through while you you attend college. Like for me personally, like I feel like I lose a person close to me every year being in college. And it's it's a lot of times where I couldn't be home. I couldn't I couldn't spend time with people because I had schoolwork. It was just hard to do. It was hard to get up and leave and, and travel back and forth. So it's a lot of things that can happen to you 
being in, in school that you just can't even predict or you, you don't even really think about until it happens to you. It's a lot of times where, you know, the funds is low. I'm not saying you don't have nothing, but the funds is low. You don't got no tires, need oil change. It's like this is the little it's the little things that happen to you that, that really turn you from a kid, a, a young adult to to a man or a woman, you know, like it's those experiences, it's those you gotta count on yourself, you gotta you gotta overcome. It's those little things every day that really take you to where you wanna go. So that's really that's really the gym I got today, you know. People have to if I fall I'll fall in front of everybody because they have to watch me get up. Jeez, my man came over here ready, ready to show up and show out. So I like that though. I like that just because it, it, it hits two different aspects. It hits the aspect that, you know, you have to fall. You not everything is just gonna be uphill. Sometimes, you know, it's gonna be a battle. You're gonna be faced with different obstacles. Things are gonna come your way. Are you gonna let that make you? Are you gonna let that break you? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna learn from it? Are you just gonna turn around? Are you gonna fall? Are you gonna stay down? Are you gonna stay hurt? You know, you gonna get up? Is it what, what type of fall is it? Is it is this just gonna be one where you're not gonna be able to rebound from it? So I definitely do like that because then once you fall, in a sense, yeah, all the attention is on you at that point. Once you you fail at something or once you know something doesn't go your way, or you know, you you come to the light for maybe something that's what people may consider negative or or not so positive everybody's then looking at you okay well how's he gonna bounce back from that what's what's he gonna do from that in a response and i think that's a lot of times too why people may not broadcast their l's as heavily as they broadcast the w's just because you know okay it's one thing to broadcast a w everybody is looking there and celebrating with you everybody's happy for you commenting the fire emojis commenting the muscle emojis my favorite you know the target emoji the gem anything like that but when you fall when you fail what where are people saying People not celebrating your failures with you. People are sometimes they're encouraging you. Sometimes they hating. Sometimes they wishing you. You know they happy in a sense. Some, you, you had those. You had those people hating from the sideline. You had those people hating behind closed doors and different things like that. But in a sense, whether they're hating, you know, directly, indirectly, or anything like that, they have to then still watch you get up. Then still watch you recover from. It. So that's an interesting concept for sure, for sure. So everything that you you know kind of coming into this mindset that you have today, kind of doing the things that you do. What would you say has really shaped and motivated you to become, you know, the man that you are today to to take on some of the ventures that you've taken on to to get to involve yourself in some of the experiences and the avenues that you have. What do you attribute a lot of your motivation and a lot of your drive to? You no, know, the main the main focus always been making my family proud, you know, I have a, I, have, I come from a good family, you know, very supportive, you know, my mom and dad aren't together, but you know, both of them are in my lives. So I always try to make them, you know, proud, I try to do my best. But what motivates me personally, what, what my own motivation is, I really like thrive off of progress. Like I'll feel bad about myself if I don't progress. Like I'm addicted to progression. Like some people are addicted to things or I'm addicted to progression. I could be doing great. I won't feel it because if I'm not getting better, it's just it's just I have an issue. Like it'll be a problem for me. Like I I want to get better. I always want to get better. So what constantly motivates me is just trying to be better than yesterday, trying to be better than last week. And it's like I've already accomplished a lot of things. So better for me is really still like I still got to still be. I have to push myself because. I could easily get complacent. Like I could easily say, "Oh, I did this, I did that," but all that stuff is in the past. We gotta focus on the on the future. So that's really what motivates me is just trying to get better. That that progression and then understanding that life life is short. Not saying like everybody's life is short, but life is short. So it's like, what what legacy do you want to leave behind? I always I always think about my legacy. I always think about like if people look back and say. What would not saying what would they say about me as if I'm worried about opinions, but just like what what type of influence did I leave? What type of example did I show? You know, I wanna I wanna be somebody that the kids look up to. That's really what I want I wanna be. I want I want people to say, if I ever go to college, I wanna I wanna go like he did. I wanna go like tomorrow did. I wanna how I wanna have fun, but also handle business, but also uh reach out to the kids, but also start a business like I want to be the one they look up to and be like, I can't say it's not possible because we watch them do it. So that's what motivates me personally. It's all about, you know, breaking and making generational, well, breaking generational curses, but, you know, then making, I would say just legacies, leaving behind a legacy is such a, it's such a strong word. It's such an important word just because it, it holds so much. 
and it, it, it even just, you know, even hints towards things that can come to fruition and just whether it's about, you know, what you leave behind for others to remember you by, what it's up, whether it's about, you know, what you leave behind for family to just be okay with, to, to know to know you and say, Hey, Oh, that's what, that's what he did. Or, or that's what she did. Or that's what, you know, he was known for, you know, you know what I, I biggest, he's not here anymore, but you know, uh, uh, he would have had this and that and everything like that. So I think, I think legacy is just, it's important. And it's, it's even more important once you realize that it, it's not about you anymore. It's no longer about, you know, your, or in that, in a sense that your people are learning from you, learning from your experiences, learning from, you know, your trials, your tribulations, your successes, your failures that, but you know, you're not letting that define you. And in a sense that people, it's, it's so amazing to me how people can be motivated by you and just watch you. And some people, sometimes people who you don't even know, that's always just the beauty of it all. That's always just the beauty of really just living in your true, authentic self, that people are genuinely inspired by that, that people can, you know, give you your flowers when you're alive, that people can genuinely say that, wow, you had an impact on my life, whether we knew each other for a long amount of time, a short amount of time, whether we barely even knew each other, whether it was just a social media connection or anything like that. It's just interactions, communication, it's all very powerful, especially like you said, in the day and the age that we live in, not to say that everybody's life is short, but with everything going on, it really just truly shows you life is short. It's a lot going on out here. No day is promised. No moment is promised. You really just truly have to, while yes, we're definitely setting up and building a foundation for our future. Something that I really pride myself on is just living in the moment. I love going with the flow. And while sometimes, you know, everybody might not agree with that, everybody might not like it just the same because you like, they like having that stability, that control of over what's coming next. I like, I, I like just, you know, just, just being in the present, just, you know, looking at this microphone right now and just being okay with that. It's thunderstorming outside. So everything. So I'm not thinking about, you know, tomorrow right now, when tomorrow gets here, am I going to be thinking about everything that I got to do and get done? Yeah. But right now I'm living in this moment. I'm making things happen right now. I'm, I'm doing this for me. So I definitely do think that that's important. So something I want to shed a little bit of light on just because of of the background of it, of kind of the story of it and something I'm very interested to know about is it's all a dream. So when I first heard that, just the phrase itself, it it hit me. I, I took a step back, really. It's all a dream. Like it, It's just like dreams are very important to me. Dreams are something that's powerful. Dreams are something that I feel like they're perceptive. It's all about your pers- your particular perspective. And you know, something that J. Cole said was if they don't know your dreams and they can't shoot them down. And then something that other people say too, is that if your dream, you know, if your dreams don't, you know, scare you or if other people aren't looking at your dreams, like you're crazy or that's not possible or different things like that, then you're not really dreaming right. So when you kind of curated that phrase, if that was kind of how things came about, what did that saying how did that resonate with you? Like, what was, was there a true meaning behind that? What was the, like, I, something I really like to touch on is just how people kind of came up with different names or missions or goals behind their, their business or their brand, or just an idea that they had. So can you kind of just walk us through the process of what that was like really curating that brand? And what was the whole like mission and goal behind it that you wanted to communicate to others that, you know, became a part of it? You know, the funny thing is, is like, that's the most, that's the question I've gotten the most in the last four years probably what is what is the meaning or how do you like what is your like what do you think about the meaning or what how did it start like and it's like each time I answer the question is never the same way I answered it the last time but it's it's always similar so basically what it stands for is when when you're a child or when you're a kid you know when you're younger everybody has dreams like like a lot of us wanted to go NBA, NFL, be actors, be singers. Like everybody had a dream. Like I, I don't know one person that I grew up with that at least for you know a couple months or years didn't have a dream or didn't see themselves being you know in in a living a life that they they could only basically dream of. And it's funny because like it's like. We had, we so close with, that was our phrase, like that was our brand, but it's like, we really, we really embodied it. We really lived, we really lived that way. Like we became fearless. Like we would have no fears, like no, no fears, no humility. Cause we, we understood that this is really what we wanted to do. Like we wanted to live our dreams. Like we weren't afraid to, to be who we wanted to be. And it really took us a long way because when I, when I first started when, I, when we first started selling clothes, like nobody really, a lot of people really wasn't rocking with us like that. I'm gonna be honest with you, it wasn't really rocking with us like that. A little bit, like you know, a couple people here and there, like a couple people here and there. But once they understood, like that, regardless, like we was gonna have fun with it. They, it really got behind us and you know pushed us forward. So really, it was it's it's that 
it's not just following your dreams. It's that like pure belief in your dreams that you had as a kid. Like you got to really believe in yourself. You got to really have dreams. You got to really have aspirations because that's the only way you, you'll get there. You have to see yourself there first before you can get there. You can't just do this by accident. Not everything. So if you can't see it, it's not going to happen. If you can't imagine it, then you have nothing to look forward to. So that's basically like how we got, how we came up with it. And then, you know, we embodied it. We just lived it. We still, I still live that way to this day. It's not a dream to me. It's, it's how I want to live. So that's the answer I got for you. For sure. I like the fact that every time you get asked a question, it's not the same answer. That really just goes to show that you know, life, life comes with different experiences. Life comes with different perspectives. Life can shift your mindset, can can really just put you in a different space. Um, and that's that's sometimes even the the connotation behind a dream is, I'm going to speak for myself. I don't know how many people out there can agree. I don't know if it's just this. I don't know. Y'all was talking about this retrograde. I'm not really into all of that uh, the zodiac and the astrology stuff. No disrespect to anybody who is, because it's definitely interesting. It's just not something that I particularly partake in but my dreams have been wild lately like it's just i, I don't know sometimes i'll be in or sometimes I, I just be doing some wild stuff some, sometimes i feel like I'm, I'm really there like i wake up and really think like oh damn, so that ain't really happening all right well back to sleep i go but no it, it's more so just one of those things where dreams are like are really perception sometimes but they can really just they can be that reality that they can be the way that you want to live or how you want to act but it just goes to show too that as you know you progress through life as you do different things that everything kind of change so something that really stuck out to me that i love not not that i love from the fact of that you said it but i just love from the fact that you were transparent enough to share it with us was that you know when you first kind of came into the business selling clothes and everything like that people really wasn't rocking with it, bro and i think that that's something that a lot of my a lot of my business owners a lot of my entrepreneurs a lot of people you know with their own brands with their own products and services can definitely relate to. So what what really in the end, okay, so you come out with this with this brand that you feel you know is all that. You you come out with this message that you feel like, you know, I, I resonate with it. I love it. I'm I'm proud of it. That's really what matters the most. What was your immediate response, you know, when people weren't rocking with it right away? Did that did that kind of hit your pride a little bit? Did it did you lose some confidence? Did you, you know, not go as hard for it as you once did? Did you make any adjustments? Did you go harder as a result? What was your immediate response when you kind of saw that, you know, it wasn't getting the uh, attention that you kind of anticipated? So that, that's a good question. So I'm basically, I'm basically going to give a little background to this. So, you know, you get just so the listeners and so that you can understand like my, how my mindset is about, about clothing specifically. So you know, my pops is the is the drip god. You know, he fly. My my boy is fly every day, and he don't even, he don't got to be doing much every day. So like, really, me personally, like my whole life, like what most people, but you know, me specifically, like I really you know value how I dressed, how I look. You know, because I used to look up to my pops when I you know be like pops. So I always just you know try to get fly. So. At the beginning, when people weren't rocking, weren't really rocking with us, like it didn't really it mattered to me. But at the same time, I, your boy was trying to get fresh every day, so I had new drip every day. When I had clothing brand, I had new clothes on every day, so I really wore it until people really like had you know people people liked the way I dressed. So eventually, they looked at the clothing brand as something as as they would look at another clothing brand. And that's really a lot of entrepreneurs got to understand that, like, if you don't like the things that you do, how is somebody else going to like it? How is somebody else going to gravitate towards it? If you don't even wear it or or perceive it with some type of pride and some type of attitude, like you got to know you got to know who you are before you expect people, other people to, to have a high value of something that you have. Like you got to have that high value in yourself. So for me, I knew I was I knew I was one of the you know, flyers out here just because that was my attitude. So I knew eventually people were going to like it because I just had that confidence about it. So that's kind of like how I approached it. If you don't like what you do, how are people going to like what you do? Man, that's a that's a message for sure. Like I, a lot of times 
I wouldn't say I feel like people, you know, but some you, people kind of come into business or people start things or capitalize off of things for the wrong reasons. And I'm not necessarily talking about my my black owned businesses or anything like that. But we've seen, you know, these bigger companies out here take these Black Lives Matters or take these hashtags or take these black girl magic phrases or different things like that. And really just, you know, curate these corny shirts or or different or these cheesy, you know, just whatever it is, masks, shirts, gear, whatever you want to call it, but sometimes capitalizing off of it for the wrong reasons and, and just wanting to do something just because, just to make a profit, but not really wanting to do it because, you know, you understand, not only do you understand, but you respect and support wholeheartedly the mission, the message behind it. And so I, I think that that's, yeah, if, if you don't love what you do wholeheartedly from start to finish, if you don't wake up every day and really just want to go hard, I wake up every day and want to go hard for down in business. My, my next post behind thank you god i post thank you god every day when i wake up on instagram just because you know i wouldn't be here i wouldn't i wouldn't even be able to type that phrase if it wasn't for you know my lord and savior so i definitely always got to give him the praise that he is due but my next post more times than not is always something for the podcast whether it be a previous episode whether it be a giveaway whether it be you know the merchandise that we have out a review a testimonial just just anything just you know even asking questions i like to do polls get interactive with my uh, my followers and stuff like that but i wake up bottom line i wake up every day and go hard for this podcast just because I love it. I'm having fun with it. Yes. Eventually I want to do a lot with it. I want to monetize from it. I want to be on TV. I want to have a down to business network like Oprah, like OWN own Oprah Winfrey network. I want a D2B network. So we're going to speak that into existence, but no, I really just, you know, love what I do wholeheartedly. I love being able to provide exposures to other people. I love the fact that, you know, people want to get on here and really attribute to the mission, to the goals that I have and really, you know, get on here like you want to do. Just drop gems for the people. Just motivate others. Just just live in their true purpose. I think that that's amazing. But I think that that's is needed for everybody, for black businesses, for black entrepreneurs, for my black artists and, and all and all assets. So you really just have to love what you do wholeheartedly. And that's not always easy. Sometimes I wake up, I don't want to edit. Sometimes I wake up and I'm just not, you know, I'm not feeling it. But I know I got to go hard. I gained three followers today. Three followers, just because you know, I'm granted, I'm, I'm almost at 800, but that's that's still just people who you're hitting. That's still the one day you don't post, you know, you could lose somebody's interest. The one day you do post, you could gain somebody's interest. So you you really have nothing to lose, and that's what I tell people. It's almost as if you should love your craft so much, love what you do so much, and people are like that. He, he doing that again? He posted another episode. Yo, he made another piece for the clothing line. He got shoes. My man had his own shoe, though, for the people out there who really don't know. Like, he was one of the first people I seen do that. So, you know, just had to drop that in there to give my man his flowers. But I will say, Ace had, he threw that mess on. Like, I, I don't want to curse on here because my family be tuned in and stuff like that. But Ace threw that drip on, man. I'm, and I, it, he had different pieces that I, I never even seen, like like he said. But it was just to the point where he wore so much and he did so much. He, he, he kept it so versatile that it was just like, yo, what is that? And then when once you found out it was him, you're like, hold up, hold up, you doing that? Oh nah, hold up, I, I ain't been, bro. I see you wearing this every day. Why well, I ain't been tapped in? Like, and then finally you tap in with the page. Look, that's that's just more exposure. So you truly just have the fact that you know he got up every day and, and switched it up, but still repped himself, still repped his brand, still living his purpose. That's just that's authentic to me. That's 100. That's really just showing that. Look, I don't care if you support it. I don't care if you like it. I don't care if this is your favorite color. I don't care if you don't buy it. I'm going to do this because I love it. I'm going to do this because I feel good in this. I'm going to do this because I'm proud of what I do. And I think that that's a message for everybody out there. Do what you do for you, not for anybody else. Yes, you definitely want to be personable, want to have good customer service, want to, you know, provide everybody with the best quality experience, different things like that. Yes, absolutely. But at the end of the day, you are in business for you, for, for your happiness, for your, for your mental, for your physical and different things. It shouldn't be, you shouldn't be worrying about everybody else. Run your own race. And it'll, it'll just take you much further. No, it's not always easy. No, it's I'm 50 plus episodes in now. And I will say that it has been a journey for sure. But have I gotten better with each series? Yes. Have I, have I gotten more comfortable? Yes. Have I been able to meet people? Yes. Have I continued to do this for myself and keep it genuine? Absolutely. I tell people all the time, people thank me like Ace thank me, you know, for coming to having him on here and different things like that. Nah, bro. To, to everybody who has been on here, to everybody, you know, who will come on here in the future. I thank y'all. This really would not be possible without y'all. I could have easily ran this podcast, you know, by myself, just sat here and talked about whatever for 50 plus episodes. I don't know what I would have came up with for 50 plus episodes, but your boy can talk. So I would have figured something out. But, you know, no, it's way more than that. The fact that y'all want to really do this, y'all want to be a part of this, that's that's what really keeps me going. Yes, I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this because I just love my people. I think that my people dope. I think that my people, you know, are are better than these household names. They just, you know, haven't got their break yet. They just didn't get that one viral moment. They just didn't get that one support. They just didn't. You know, sometimes some people haven't made. Some people are just born into the wealth and different things like that. But I feel like my people should just be getting the same exposure as these Fortune 500, as these big name brand companies that we've 
reposting every day that the shade room is throwing up, that complex is throwing up. I love that. So what do you say, you know, to people out there who are just in a transitional phase in their life? Because I feel like that's kind of what you are. Like you said, you you kind of started off with something, but now you're you're kind of opening yourself to different ventures. And whether that opening came through, you know, just different life experiences, just, you know, perspective change, just a life shift, just, you know, you really making a personal decision. What advice do you really have to offer to others out there who are just, you know, going through a stage of really just trying to find their self, really just trying to identify with what they love, with what they really want to do, with what really their true purpose is. So this is probably the, the best advice I could give anybody that, uh, you know, I really live by. Okay, so anything you want to do, you got to, one, first, ask yourself realistically, like, this, has somebody else done it? So, so i give you an example. You'll say... LeBron James in the NBA, right? So you ask a kid, you'll be like, all right, you want to go to the NBA? The kid will say, yeah. I'll be like, all right, work as hard as LeBron James does every day. It's not guaranteed you're going to make it to the NBA, but you do what an NBA player does every day, you're going to become an NBA player. If you do what a chef does every day, you're going to become a chef. You may not become a chef in one year, but you'll eventually become a chef. If you want to if you want to be like somebody or you want to do something or you want to have a lifestyle of somebody else, it's not a bad thing to study what they do. That's what I do. I study what other people do. I see what they're good at. I see what works for them. I see what it leads to. And then I put my own twist to it. I, I change it around. I, I figure out what I could do to, you know, propel myself. So, like, if you see somebody, they got they have a nice car, nice house, things like that, you have to. Before you even think like, oh, I can't get that or or this person inherited that or this person, you got to first ask yourself, okay, what does this person do? What does their day-to-day look like? You know, what do what time do they wake up? What what time do they go to sleep? What what do they eat? Do they meal prep? Like, if you if you want to be successful, you need to first find out what a successful person does that you want to do. So, for example, you 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 know, you love you love to do podcasts, so you have to, like I'm pretty sure you spend time watching other podcasts, watching you know like Joe Budden podcasts, you know different podcasts. Like it's good to study people who are a little bit either a little bit more successful than you or live the lifestyle that you want to do. Study study them, study their game, and then make make revisions to it and and just you know tweak the plan as you go. That's that's the best advice I got. You are absolutely right. It's not to say that, you know, that you're watching these people in a sense to, you know, just take ideas or different things like that. But you you it's it's important to want to emulate greatness. However, that whatever form that that comes in, like you said, sometimes I yeah, I watch different podcasts just to get motivation. One of my my homegirls from Syracuse, she actually Michelle, big shout out to her. She actually just started her own like podcasting. And I kind of like what she's doing with the whole like um, because a lot of people were telling me that I need to move into the YouTube space. And it's something I'm definitely going to do moving forward. The only reason I was a little hesitant about it was really just because my podcast isn't visual right now. And a lot of what took out the visual aspect was I literally started my podcast as soon as COVID hit. Now, no, you know, irony behind it. That was really just how the, the cards played out. But my intention coming into the podcast was really just to sit down with people to, to really just, you know, be in front of you. I had a camera at the time, so I was really just going to set things up, set my phone up. And we were really just going to talk. I love just that personal um, just that just that intimate connection where we're sitting right in front of each other. And I feel like through a computer screen, through a through a phone, through a webcam, you really just can't get that. But that's not to say that you still can't, you know, put out the same content and everything like that. But I'm watching all my friends, I'm watching my peers, I'm watching, you know, different celebrities and other top podcasters. And I'm and I'm so inspired by it. I'm proud that you know that they're in their own lanes and doing their respective things. But I I'm I'm so proud that you know that that they're out here, that they've gotten to these stages, that they've gotten these sponsorships, that you know, they have people that want to come on and really make their vision possible. I've seen people come to me about their podcast and thank me just for motivating them, just for different things like that. And I'm just like, no, thank you. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for populating this space. Because I feel like when I came and I really started, like for me, I wasn't big on podcasts back in 2019 when I started. But now two years later, well, almost two years later at the podcast, but I'm just seeing that, wow, this is really a space that's populated now that people are really getting our ideas out there. People are really putting content out there. And I think that that's important. I don't really see it as, you know, any competition or anything like that. Once you love something so much, you stop. I stop comparing myself to other people. I stop comparing myself to other avenues. But I really just, you know, I want to grow with these people. I'm motivated by these people. I want to. I want to do what you're doing to get where you're at, not to not to beat you at what you're doing. But I want to be up at the top with you because once I'm at the top with you, 
then we could collab. Then we can get right. Then we can bring somebody else to the top. And then I can bring others to the top. Because my, I tell people all the time, like, yo, when this podcast goes to where I, I need it to go to where God's plan has it to go, I'm bringing everybody with me. All my 50 plus or 100 plus or however many episodes I have at the time, y'all are all coming with me. Like, mark my words. Like, I'm plugging everybody in. I plug everybody in now just to different things. And we're not even, you know, at the top yet. So just seeing how I saw a tweet the other day that, that said, yo, we don't realize that our peers and the people who we are amongst, they're about to be great. Like, we're about to be these these next, like, these Jay-Zs, these, I don't, you know what I'm, I, I, don't, I don't know why Jay-Z was the first person that came to my head, but we, we really about to be these new, like, what the generations below us are looking up to, like, really, these, these greatness, these people who are going viral, these these people who are on TV and just really making a difference and taking a stand for things. And that's, it's so surreal to me hearing something like that, because right now, like you said, we're all in a journey. We're all along a different process, making transitions, making changes, going through life. And so just to think about, yo, in some years from now, or who knows, it could be tomorrow, a month from now, the end of the year, we could all be in a totally different space. And I think that that's just, that's just beautiful. That's really just beautiful to me. So just in thinking about something I spoke about was, you know, just kind of going, we're halfway through the year now, moving through different things. Is there anything, you know, that I wouldn't say we're coming out of this pandemic, but we're, we seem to be kind of on the, on another side of it. We're definitely not where we were last year, nor are we where we were in 2019. So is there anything that you're looking forward to uh, for the end of the year, any space that you're, you know, you, that you're trying to get into any transitions that you're making currently or anything, you know, that for anybody tapping in with you from the brand side of things, from the personal side of things that, you know, they can expect from, from the rest of you for the rest of 2021? So, yeah, I got a lot of things that I'm working on. One thing about this pandemic that it did for creative people is stuck them in the house. And one thing about creative people is, they already are creative in the middle of madness. So if you stick a creative person in the house and you give them more time to create, they're going to create a lot of things. And me personally, I'm I'm a very creative person. I literally like create every day. Like my mind is constantly running. I constantly think of new ways to approach things, new ways to, you know, bring concepts. So lately I've been, you know, really invested into the stock market and learning how money really works, how, how the world really, you know, imports, exports, you know, things like that. That's really that's really my field of interest nowadays. I, I really love it. I really love uh, finding out how the, you know, economic part of the world is, is ran because it, it's really been kept a secret from a lot of, you know, minorities and a lot of, you know, low not lower class, but you know, you know, the, the bottom percentage of the world. And it's really my new interest, really what I've been, you know, locked in for. So a lot of like, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing a lot of, you know, informationals, but lately I've been, you know, I just been mentoring, like, you know, mentoring people, helping people, making sure that, you know, if I can help somebody's life, I, I help them. So a lot of mentorship, um, also, you know, your boy got some creative things coming, some some more creative things. I can't really speak on it yet, not not yet, but I got some, you know, some art on the way. Also, you know, this year I'm thinking about doing, um, thinking about vlogging, cause your boy still got one more semester of college left. Which to me, to a lot of people, they would feel like it's a bad thing, but like I really appreciate it because the pandemic really. I really missed out a lot of school and like going to class every day I, for some weird reason I appreciate it now like I miss being in the environment I miss I miss seeing people early in the morning the thing about seeing people early in the morning and seeing people walk to class and and walk you know to the, from one side of campus to another like subconsciously it motivates you it, you know other people are are working at something so it keeps you a little bit more motivated than you would be if you looked in the mirror all day. I know I know it's like a little different way of thinking about it, but for me, seeing all those people on campus, seeing all the potential, seeing all the, you know, future doctors, future nurses, you know, it keeps me motivated. It makes me makes me understand that the world is a mixture of people, a mixture of talents. So that's the one thing I really appreciate about coming out of it. Not coming out of the pandemic, but you know, things getting a little bit more open is like just interacting with people. I'm not really a social media, internet person. I, I really like, I'm actually probably more known to people in person than I am social media. So like 
I thrive on seeing my people, seeing people prosper, just talking to people, those those random conversations, those running into people, like little things like that keep me, you know, going, keep me going forward. So that's what I'm really looking forward to and working on. Absolutely. So you just lit a fire under me. I love that. I'm man, it's it's just crazy how sometimes like when I'm just talking to my friends, my LBs, my family, just sometimes even strangers, like just about different ideas that they have or just different people on social media. About I celebrate so many people's accomplishments on social media. Like some of my followers, they probably like, yo, who is this? Like, why he why you sending clapping emojis? Why you sending fire emojis? Why he Bro, I, I just want everybody to get right. Like, I don't care if I don't know you. Get right. Like, just whenever I see success, whenever I see grind, whenever I, it's not even all about success. Whenever I see failure, like that's a that's a time for me to encourage, to pick you up, to recognize that yo, I was there at one point. I remember when my episodes wasn't really all my episodes don't hit all the time the way I want them to. If I, if it was my choice, I want every episode at a hundred plays in twenty four hours. Okay, we gonna get there one day though. When we on the Down to Business Network, we are gonna be there. But for now. I'm going to celebrate the little things. We got 20 plays in 24 hours, popping. We got 15 plays in 24 hours, popping. Let's get another 15, another 24. Like, it's just it's just different things like that. Once I really learned to hone in and appreciate the little things and recognize that there is blessings in it all, man, I, I never look back. I think I just treated life so differently, but I want that for everybody. That's why I celebrate so many people. That's why on my podcast page on any given day, you'll just see me reposting 14, 15 different plus businesses. I literally just go down my timeline, like the pages, add them to the to the story. So definitely, you know, if you have a business you tapping in or if you you post different things like that and I, you notice I'm not tagging you, tag the podcast page. I can't see everything. I run it all by myself. So sometimes I miss stuff, but I really just want to spread love to everybody because what am I starting to notice? What has this podcast really done right before my eyes? Brought people together. I see followers. I see mutuals that I, that I know for a fact. I know for a fact y'all don't know each other. But just the fact that, you know, whether it be through the giveaway, whether it be through just a product or a service, I see people leaving reviews for each other. I see some of my mutuals tagging each other now, not even me no more. It's them. Now they working together. Now they got different events. Now they got different collaborations. Yo, that's fire. That's fire. And it's, it's only going to get better the same way we look at these. Like if you look at celebrities, like when they drop albums, when they drop different projects, when they drop, yo, they're all under like when Gunna was dropping his 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 albums and his freestyles and stuff like that. Yo, Young Stoner Life Records page was under there. Young Thug was under there. Lil Weezy was under there. Lil Baby was under there. Lil Duke was, or no, it's not Lil Weezy. It's Weezy. My bad. Weezy out of here. My bad. Uh, Lil Duke was under there. Yak Got It was under Like everybody was under there just showing uh, Yak Got It. My fault. Lil Got It was under there. I got to get my names right. I got to put some respect on YSL. But my point really being that, yo, they show this same love. And what are we doing constantly? We reposting all these people. I see people all reposting the G Herbo, you know, Father's Day pictures. I see re- people reposting these these Virgil, um, the Louis Vuitton, and now the, the collaborations with the ones. They repost all this stuff. But you got to think that their circle is doing this times 10, and their circle has so many more people in it. So, yo, if we start within our own circle, if we promote our own, own circle, just even a tenth as hard as we promote these celebrities and different things like that, yo. Like, just think about it. Like some of these artists and different people who I follow, they have 2,500 plus followers. I have three, I think I have like 3,600 followers now. Instagram be on that. A lot, now, I know a lot of it too. And some Instagram got to get better with these spam pages. I'm getting spam pages like every day. But that just goes to show, yo, if think about how many likes you get on your pictures. Like just think about if those likes translated to like people tagging you and different things or you drop a product or you drop a, you know, a service for somebody or different things like that. Think about if... T- Think about if 300, 400 people tag this artist under your page or tag or, or tag somebody else in it or think think about if, you know, they was able to send it. Think about if 300 people sent your product or service to somebody else, just in a DM or anything like that. Just think about the exposure that we could really provide for each other and what we're really doing. Yes, it's your social media. You use it as you please. You do what you want with it. But I also feel like, yo, for as many people out here that are monetizing off of social media, for as many people out here, yo, I wake up every day and something is viral. Something new is viral. Twitter is literally like, yes, it's very funny. It's hilarious. Like the ratios, the clapbacks, the responses, the quote tweets. It's all funny. It's all entertainment. But that could be us. That could be us. And I don't say that facetiously. I don't say that with any naive manner in my heart. I genuinely mean and I watch it happen all the time. I watch people, yo, can I get 300 comments? I'll drop this. Or can I get 300 tags of so-and-so? Then so-and-so respond or so-and-so repost. It's just that easy. Like these people aren't, you know, yes, they live a different lifestyle. Yes, they live a different world. They can still be reached. They can still be, you know, with the right means, with persistence, with sometimes being a little annoying. It can all happen. Like it's definitely all possible. So I definitely echo everything that you're saying like that. So 
before we wrap things up, you know, before we tell the people too where they can tap in with you at on social media and just follow along with your progress and different things like that. Do you feel like there's anything that we haven't touched on on the podcast today that you want people to know about, whether it be just about you or anything that you have coming up or any gems, you know, that you want to leave the people with that you just feel like would be useful for them? A couple of things for, you know, just for people to think about. One, I would ask people, how do you view your time and progress? So to give you an example, like, are you expecting things to happen this week? Are you expecting things to happen this year? Are you expecting things to happen over six months? So if you if you plan something out for six months, then break it down into, all right, if I want to achieve this in six months, break it down day by day. Put a, put a plan out. It's crazy because you know my boy uh, Quay, my boy Quay Wembley. Like I always tell, I always tell, I learned this from Quay and like, I didn't believe it at first. Like I'm not, I don't like planning. Like I was always that kid. I didn't like planning. I didn't even like summer camp because you got a schedule. Like I, I hated schedules. I, I like living like each day, independent day, like new things. But I learned like when you make a plan, when you have a plan of action is like, it's way easier to fit more things into your day. So I would challenge everybody listening to ask yourself, do you have things planned out for the next year? Not saying you have to do everything, do the same thing every day, but do you have a routine? Do you have things planned? Do you, are you looking forward to the future in a, in, you know, in a strategic way? Are you being strategic? Because this is, this is real life. You gotta have you got to have some plans. Another gym, uh, be fearless. Um, I know you, you had touched on, like, people commenting under, under pics and, like, People being like, yo, I'm trying to get this artist's attention. I'm trying to get this person's attention. Like, And a lot of people are discouraged from doing things like that. But I'm going to tell you this, right? When I started talking to every person I had seen and really telling them about what I was doing and what I was trying to do, when I really like got out of my comfort zone, started talking to people, started networking, man, that, that thing went. Things go way further when, you, when you're fearless, when, when you talk to more people, when you know get your name out. So... I would say that's, you know, that's good advice. Just don't don't be afraid to be yourself. Be comfortable in being yourself and understand who you are. Take some time, you know, figure yourself out. Not saying you got to disconnect from the whole world, but, like, just understand who you are to the core at all times and just live life. Don't I'm not saying don't live life for your family. Don't, don't look out for people. But understand that you have a life. You have a purpose. Everybody's different. So understand what makes you different. And go with it, run with it, and live life. Try to try to achieve happiness, because you don't want to live without happiness. Because happiness is, you know, it keeps you alive. You know, I like to touch on a little bit, you know, of how far positivity goes. You talked about it a little bit. When you give somebody some positivity, when you when you tell that person, oh, I like, I like, I like this idea, I like this outfit, I like this, I like that. You're sending positive energy to, to people. Even if those direct people don't give it back, you're gonna get you're gonna get positive energy somewhere else. So when you give out negative energy, you might not get that negative energy from the people you give it to, but you're gonna get it back. So try to just be positive, uplift people. Understand that you telling another person that they can achieve something greater than they think is also telling yourself at the same time that you can achieve great things. So it's like what you say to people, you're also saying to yourself, you're understanding that this is good advice. So you'll start living, you know, you'll start living by it too. They say, be careful what you say, because, you know, words become, words become true. So if you speak positive to other people, then you'll, you'll bring positive energy towards yourself. So I I would say, you know, that's something I, you know, try to live by, try to, you know, base my life over just being positive, uplifting people, because, you can't do everything by yourself, and it's those little conversations that that go a long way. I love that aspect of fearless, like just not being afraid. Being fearless has is the reason why I've DM'd Jaden Smith. Is the reason why I've DM'd Jamel Hill, Carrie Champ, Ari Lennox, Money Man. Even more recently, even quoted his tweet and really just, bro, it's to the point where it's just like, yo, like I don't. I don't care. Like it's nothing you could, it's nothing you could tell me. It's nothing you could throw my way. It's nothing you could say that's not gonna have me, you know. I'ma turn it into positivity. I'ma make something out of it. I'ma I'm somebody the right people will notice. I don't care if I gotta DM these people five hundred times for the for that 
500 times to really, you know, it is what it is though, because I, but I see people repost the same people 500 times and different things like that. So yeah, it's really just about, but what it really boils down to and something that you really touched on is that happiness, bro. I'm, I'm very happy. The space that I'm in with where I'm at, with what I'm doing, with the impact that I'm making with the people who I'm meeting, with the connections that I have made and will continue to make. And I'm very happy with the progress that I've seen. I've watched businesses, you know, come on here in the early stages and now they they just pop. Can't tell them nothing. They, they popping it all over the place with a capital P, like Moneybag says. So it's just like I, I really just see the potential in everything, in everybody. And I really just, you know, love living that purpose. And I, I definitely do agree with the manifestation, just speaking positivity. Just it's something that sounds so simple, something that sounds even so cliche a bit is important. Your thoughts are very reflective of what's to come, of actions, of just your mindset and everything like that. That's very important. So my man, you, you really... Are, are not saying anything that I can't resonate with and not saying anything that I won't encourage people to really, you know, tap into and appreciate. So before we officially close out, where can everybody find you just on your social media? If they want to tap in with you, you know, if they just need some more gems, if they want to, you know, follow the progress and even possibly collaborate you with, with you moving forward and some of the things that you want to do. Yeah. My main, you know, contact is uh, social media through Instagram. My Instagram is uh, sincerely my love from the trenches. That's all one word. And just to touch on it real quick, a lot of people ask me what the meaning of Sincerely My Love from the Trenches is. Basically, it represents the war that you have with the person you were yesterday and the person that you are today. But it's not a bad war. It's a good war. It's a war of love. It's like you love yourself, so you want to do better. So I just want you know everybody to know the meaning of that. Sincerely My Love from the Trenches. I'm in the trenches working on myself, trying to get better, trying to achieve great things, but I'm sending my love to everybody. So that, you know, that's my Instagram though. Sincerely my love from the trenches. That's the only real, you know, major contact information I have, but feel free to reach out to me, talk to me, anything. I'm here. All right. Y'all heard it. And I definitely think that someone, anybody can take something away from this interview. He definitely came on here. Not only was he transparent, but just real, just straightforward with it. And it, it really just drops some knowledge. Definitely that when I'm going back to listen to this in the future and even before we actually publish it, I'm, I know I'm going to pick up on some things. So I, I definitely do, you know, appreciate you, bro, for not only sharing this space with me, but just appreciate you for, for being you, for just being genuine. Like we, we weren't, I wouldn't say we talk like every single, we don't really talk that crazy, but when it's, when it's, when we talk, you know, we really sit down and, you know, we really rap, we check in with each other. It's always good vibes. And I'm really just proud of you, bro. Really just proud of everything that I see you continuously doing. And I know that it's only up from here, man. The sky is not even the limit no more because it's, it's more to it than that. So definitely excited for everything, you know, that you have coming and definitely encouraging all of my listeners, both new and old to tap in with my boy Ace for sure, for sure. I'll make sure I include all of that information in the bio as well. And to everybody out there, you know, continuously showing love to the podcast. I appreciate you. For everybody you know who participated in the giveaway, I appreciate you wholeheartedly. For everybody who continues to shop uh, with Down to Business and the merchandise and everything like that, thank you. For everybody who reposts, who shares, who likes, who ratings and reviews, everything like that. For everybody who just, you know, sends me some feedback. For everybody who just keeps going. For everybody who watches the stories. Everybody who does anything to contribute to D2B in any way. Thank you wholeheartedly. And from the trenches, you know, this has been another episode of the Down to Business Podcast. Here with Tamar Turner.